name's Andy Cope and welcome to the most uplifting podcast in the world. As a positive psychology researcher, I'm excited, delighted and honoured to be sitting in the podcast hot seat. The aim is to bring you guests who have something interesting or insightful or inspirational. They might have a story to tell, something clever, something simple, anything goes. We hope to inspire, educate, entertain and on a good day, maybe even make you chuckle. And why should you listen? Well, we figure life is relentless. It's full on. And most people are a million miles away from feeling as great as they could. So think of this podcast as a reminder or maybe a leg up to being a better version of you. Sometimes against the odds. So relax, open your ears, open your mind and allow me to bring you this week's amazing episode of the best podcast in the world. On with the show. the computer making a funny noise again. Oh, oh. Hello? Hello, can you hear me? Is my camera working? I think I might be on mute. Sandra, it says internet connection is insecure. Can you get off YouTube, please? Just for 20 minutes or so. Can you call that elf? The technical one. Mac, I think they call him. Tell him I'm trying to get on to an MS Teams meeting with Dr. Andy. Tell him it's very important. I think we have, might have ice on the telegraph wires again. Oh, oh, no, hang on. Oh, there you are, there you are. Do you like my background, Dr. Andy? It's the Northern Lights, or the Southern Lights, as we call them, from up here. I took the picture on my phone last night. Oh, it's very impressive, Santa. I mean, your IT skills have come a long way since last year, mate. I guess that applies to all of us, actually. Uh, anyhow, great, great to get you online for our annual chat. I've had a lot of virtual meetings this year, but I have to admit, I rather looked forward to this one. So before we start, um, you up for a challenge, Santa? It might make your head hurt. Oh, gosh, Doctor, whatever you've got won't make my head hurt half as much as the elves' moonshine. Up here we have these special berries. Rubus Articus. Arctic raspberries. And my goodness, I'm always nursing a sore head after a few shots of their special raspberry gin. Then again, there are these tundra mushrooms that they bake into the cakes. Uh, uh, yes, uh, thank you, Santa. Santa, stop, 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 stop there, Santa. It's a family show. There are children listening. Uh, mushrooms and stuff like that. So well, let's avoid that. Here's the head-hurting question for you, right? So get your head around this. What ten things do you want for Christmas that aren't things? Ten things that aren't things? God, this is worse than the raspberry gin. Uh, how can uh, something not be a thing? Come on, Doc, give me a clue here. Uh, no clue, Santa. Hey, look, it's a question I, I often ask in schools, and I promise you, nine-year-olds will be able to answer it. So have a mull, have a think. Meantime, meantime, um, what did you want to talk to me about this year? <clears throat> well, Doc, it's like this. Basically, I've had a very relaxing Christmas last year. Between you and I, I took it quite easy. The elves were furloughed, so I didn't have to suffer their intolerable practical jokes. Working from home meant I didn't have to do all those department store visits. Mums and dads will remember that I put in a quest out for them to take the strain last Christmas. Please don't tell the kids, but I asked the parents to step up and sort the majority of the presents. Imagine if I had COVID, I'd have become the Santa super spreader. So 2020 was the first Christmas that I've ever had off. Feet up by the fire, just me and the missus. 
Also, with social distancing in place, I didn't have to have Sandra, I mean Mrs. Claus's parents around on Christmas Day, and it was all rather lovely. And this year has been a bit of an environmental bonus. I mean, hey, don't get me wrong, I watched COP26 unfurl itself in Glasgow, and for the record, my North Pole enterprise is carbon neutral. I've invented a system that collects the methane from the reindeer farts, and we use it to power the toy factories. Myself and Mrs. Claus have gone vegan, and I have to say my waistline is a few inches slimmer as a result. And you know what, Doc? I absolutely get that climate change is a bad thing, but up here in the far north we've had a cracking summer. No need to go to Tenerife. I was sat in shorts and t-shirt, sipping pina coladas, swimming with the penguins in the warm glacial lakes. Uh, yeah, anyway, which brings me on to the, the whole reason of my call. I don't quite know how to say this, so I'll, uh, I'll, I'll just tell it as is. I, uh, I really don't feel like going back to work. I've, uh, I've gotten used to working from home, picking and choosing my hours, sloping off my daily walk and wild swim. And now it's that time of year again. I've got to go back to 18 hours a day of proper work. And I hate to admit it, Doc, but I've lost my enthusiasm for the travel. The meetings, the face-to-face nonsense that comes with going back to the office. To be honest, I'm a little nervous. Have I become soft, Dr. Andy? Is there a cure? Uh, Don't worry, big fella. Hey, less of the big... I think you might be fat-shaming old Santa Claus. I've lost a few pounds, remember? Uh, Santa, I'm not talking about your waistline. You're seven foot six, for heaven's sake. What I was going to say is that you're not alone in feeling this way. There are the haves and the have-nots, the winners and the losers of 2021. I'm most definitely a winner, Doctor. I want to stay a winner. I'm thinking of retiring or working hybrid. Right. Spare a thought for a second for the have-nots, Santa. These are the key workers, the teachers, NHS, social care, the people who've been full-on throughout the pandemic. These are the people who haven't had the luxury of working from home. All hands on deck, no respite. Everyday superheroes, I call them, Santa. I think we should dedicate this podcast to them. Oh, yes, I agree. Absolutely. Rudolph got a bad case of athlete's hoof during the summer, and our vet zoomed straight here. What, your vet diagnosed Rudy via a Zoom meeting? No, no, she zoomed here, fast. She got here pretty damn quick and sorted him out. Plus she gave him ointment to all the other reindeer to stop any outbreak of athlete's hoot. Right, remember when we... <laughs> remember when we're in the middle of the pandemic, Santa, and we'd all stand on our doorsteps and we'd applaud these amazing key workers, these amazing people. Thank you, nurses. Thank you, care workers. Thank you, bin men, for keeping going during the crisis. And all of a sudden, the clapping stopped and I can feel the anger seeping back. So instead of, thank you, NHS, I feel it slipping to, like, pull your finger out, NHS, while my wife into wait 12 months for my knee operation. Mm, yes, I, I tend to agree. 2021 has been a tough one, but there was a time when we were closer as a community and we were grateful and kind. I think it's a good thing to hang on to those qualities. Uh, oh, no, no, wait, wait a second, Doc. Gratitude and kindness. Are there examples of things I want for Christmas that aren't things? Uh, you get in there, Santa. I'll scribble them down. Gratitude and Kindness. That's two things on the list. Fantastic. And a sense of community. The neighbourliness that we developed during the pandemic. You know, Doc, when people looked out for each other, neighbours were nice, drivers were courteous. 
We made an extra meal for the old lady next door. I loved it when the elves did my shopping. That's the kind of thing that I want for Christmas that isn't a thing. Okay, let me add then, let me add relationships to the list and niceness to the list. Now, tall fella, back to your original reason for contacting me. In terms of not wanting to go back to full throttle, I think you need to rethink your thinking. This year, I've been experimenting with minimalism. Minimalism? What, you've been experimenting on small people? Good Lord, Doctor, that sounds awful. No, 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 Min minimalism is about being happy with less. A sort of less is more philosophy. This is how I see it, right? I've, I've, I've stopped buying stuff, and hand on heart, I feel amazing with less stuff. So in the previous millennium, we, we thought that economic growth was the thing, right? So we always measure the success of an economy by how fast it grows. So if you genuinely think that having more stuff will make you happy, then you create an economy that facilitates having more stuff. So that's what we did. And individually and collectively, we sought wealth. We ploughed headlong into materialism. We built the economy on the bedrock of offering citizens more choice, more products, more comfort. Governments re-elected Santa on promises to make the economy grow, to make us richer. Because that's genuinely what we thought was the right thing to do. But if we fast forward to now, and we look around at our communities, then both global and local communities, by the way, we might be regretting our drive for economic growth. So you, you said you've kept in touch with COP26, right? The truth, mate, is Mother Earth, she's struggling right now. So our drive for materialism means Mother Earth is, is running out of trees and clean water and breathable air. And in an effort to give us what we thought we wanted, old Mother Earth, the old girl is wheezing a bit. So even more scary than that is that Greta's got her angry face on, mate. And if we, if we compare our levels of happiness now versus 50 years ago, you'll find we're not a single percentage point happier. So it turns out that we've made some bad choices. We've accidentally put wealth above relationships. And if we kept relationships with real flesh and blood people, so not online people, but real people, if we kept that at the top of our list of priorities, I think we'd have built communities that would have had less, but been more. Had less, but been more. Dr. Andy, I haven't a clue what that means. Okay, well, that <laughs> the happiness rebels, Santa, happiness rebels, right, which I'm on, we've already twigged, right? We need to do less, but be more. That means less busyness, less mania, less rushing headlong through our days and weeks and months and years, and more being. So being with family, being with friends, being in relationships, being kind, being nice. That means less investment in stuff, Santa, and a subtle shift towards an investment in those closest to us. Hmm, that almost makes sense. In fact, be more is another thing I want for Christmas that isn't a thing. Could you uh, add it to my list, please? Done, sir. Now, here's another question for you. By the way, we're on five things now on your list. We'll, we'll, let's keep that going. Now, here's another question for you, right? What have these things got in common? So, so put your listening brain on. Here we go. A hummingbird, your favourite pet, a giant tortoise, and you, Santa. What have they got in common? Well, apart from being outstandingly good-looking, I suppose. <laughs> yes, apart from being dashingly handsome, Santa, I'll tell you what they've got in common. They've all got about two billion heartbeats. So give or take, right? So basically, that's why the hummingbird, right, with all its, like, frantic flapping and its little heart is going... Doo -doo 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 -doo. So the hummingbird only lives for about a year, whereas that giant tortoise has got a very slow heartbeat to sort of... Doom, doom. 
dumb and it's two billion heartbeats it'll live for 180 years okay but if you kind of put that into plain simple english that what that basically means is we me and you we've got two billion heartbeats but if you boil that down to what that means how many days we've got about 29,000 days and if you boil that down to weeks santa we've got about 4,000 weeks to live 4,000 weeks Gosh, you humans don't get very long, do you, Doc? Well, well that's the thing, Santa. 4,000 weeks doesn't seem very long, but it's a long time if you're going through the motions. It'll seem forever. On the th- about a third of our human weeks are spent at work. A third of we're spent at sleep. Um, there's a word, presenteeism, which kind of is about being at work but not really being at work, just showing up. So showing up for your 4,000 weeks. And it's quite a focusing number. There's quite a difference between being alive and truly living. Now at Art of Brill we're interested in the full colour 3D version of yourself that shows up fully in life. So let me offer you a third big question Santa. I'll give you a choice. I'll give you a choice right? I'll give you one million pounds or not be dead. In fact I'll up that offer Santa. I'll give you ten million pounds or not be dead. Which one are you going for? Um, well I'd obviously take the not dead option. I mean, uh, so if if I follow your logic through, Dr. Andy, what you're really saying is tomorrow morning when the alarm goes off, I'd rather have that than £10 million. So with a little shift of my thinking, you're saying that I'm basically a millionaire? In, in actual fact, we all are. Well, if the everyday act of waking up and being alive is worth £10 million, well, why not treat the day like that? Why not start your day with that mindset? My gosh. you got that list of ten things that I want for Christmas that aren't things. Can you add being alive and rise and shine instead of rise and whine? Hey, Santa, the list is shaping nicely. Uh, Now, let me push you just a little bit further before we review your list, right? A woman told me the other day that her life was like a roller coaster. Right, so I know what she means. She meant that it was full on and super fast with ups and downs and cheap wobbling loop the loops. So I cast my mind back to my last encounter with the roller coaster just to see if her analogy fits. Uh, and my last one I went on, Santa, was the big one at Blackpool. You might know it. No, gosh, yes, Dr. Hunty. It was a few years ago, but me and Sandra went incognito. Big glasses, dyed my beard, got our pleasure beach wristbands and had quite the day out. The big one. It's a slow start as you click, click, click upwards. My heart was stumping. And then we arrived at the crest. No time to enjoy the view before we were plunged down. It's very down and very fast. And down some more. And then there are ups and downs and twisty, turny, stomach-churning bits where my loose change fell from my pockets. And Sandra followed her, swallowed her fillings. Then there's another big up. A massive swoosh, a double loop, and an all-too-sudden rude finish. Uh, that's the one, Santa. That's the one. Now, if that lady meant that roller coaster, then I'm proper jealous because her life is one hell of a ride. But if life really was like that, I mean, really, really like that, because um, I don't think it is. I think if my life was likened to a fun fair, Santa, my life's more like hook a duck than a roller coaster. I have roller coaster days with twisty, turny, exciting bits at times, and a whole load of screaming, by the way. But those days are in the minority. They're the punctuations. They're the long, there's long stretches of hook a duck where not much happens in my life. I can wave my arms around and, and pretend, but on reflection, my life's busy but quite sedate. There's lots of sitting in traffic, quite a lot of waiting around. There are meetings online nowadays, most of which are a bit dull. There's some Netflix. 
There's a lot of me waiting for my toast to pop up. Right, I mean, you drive a sleigh Santa, but I drive a Toyota. You know what I mean? It's a bit dull. There's no cheat wobbling in that, mate. There's so many more ordinary hours in my life than extraordinary ones. And I'm guessing in yours too, and everybody listening to this. So we wait in the line at the supermarket. We spend hours commuting to work. We water our plants. We feed our pets. We do the washing up. We brush our teeth. We put our socks on. We check our emails. Happiness and well-being means finding moments of joy in those ordinary moments, Santa. Because those ordinary moments add up to hours. And those hours add up to life itself. And it boils down to this, or at least it does for me. If my life is mostly hookered up with occasional roller coaster rides thrown in, it makes sense to learn to be happy in the quiet moments. Because the commuting, the waiting around, the meetings, the waiting for my toast to pop up, and Netflix, these are the majority. These quiet moments are my life. So, uh, what do you think, Santa? Uh, 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 Santa? Uh, Santa, are you there? Yes, Doctor. I'm absolutely here. But you've made me realise that too often I'm not. Not here in this moment. I'm in some other moment. Dreaming of a holiday, or worrying about the past, or being stressed with Mrs Claus. I'd like to add one more thing to my list of things that aren't things. Which is, sir? Presence. Presence. No, no, Santa. Presence are definitely a thing. No, 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 Doctor Any Presence. I want Christmas presents to be there fully, moment by moment. Please add presence and peace to my list. Not peace as in an end to all human conflict. Crikey, even Santa Claus can't sort that out. But peace as in being restful in this moment. Knowing that this moment is everything. It's enough. This moment doesn't need bells and whistles to announce itself. It's perfectly awesome as it is oh santa that's beautiful here's the thing right the world's really super good at making you impatient with now so life wants to rush you through this moment because there might be a better moment over there somewhere so impatient frustrated busy rushing stressed anxious this moment isn't very good i want a better moment and i'm talking about having a better now now if this moment is all you've ever got your entire life is lived in the present moment it makes sense to slow down a tad and look for the good in this moment. Snuggle into each moment. Welcome the moment. Savour it. And if you can learn to love this moment, Santa, the only moment you ever experience, then you've learned to fall in love with life itself. Fall in love with now? <laughs> That's a picky doctor. Oh, excellent. Can we take a look at my Christmas wish list? We certainly can, sir. Ten things. So I've been jotting them down, Santa. Ten things you want for Christmas that aren't things. Ten things that 20 minutes ago you thought you'd never be able to come up with. Here's your list, Santa. You ready? Mr. Claus's Christmas wish list. You put number one, gratitude. Number two, kindness. Number three, relationships. Number four was niceness. Number five I wrote down was be more. Number six, being alive. The sheer joy of being alive. Number seven, rise and shine instead of rise and wine. Number eight, Christmas presents. Number nine was peace. And number 10 was mindfulness. That, my friend, is a wonderful top 10. And Dr. Andy, may I add happiness? Makes a nice round 11. And I guess the challenge is to be those things. So rather than waiting for gratitude and presence, being grateful and present. Uh, bingo, Santa. And when you're living these things that aren't things, you'll feel amazing. And whatever life throws at you, you'll deal with it a whole lot better.
And can I just throw in one more comment in, please, Dr. Andy? It's a bit of a catchphrase of mine. I, it's uh, usually applied to puppies, but I, I think it's appropriate to happiness. Happiness is for life, not just for Christmas. Ho, 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 ho. <laughs> hey, it's great to have you ho, ho, hoing again, Santa. I can't beat that. I think we'll call it a day, uh, a year, an interesting year. And I'm not entirely sure what 2022 will bring, but maybe the listeners can write their own list of 10 things that they want for Christmas that aren't things and pledge to be those things in 2022. I think it's what people need. I think it's what the families need. Heck, scrub that, Santa. You at your best. It's what the world needs. So from all the team at Art of Brill headquarters, we wish all our listeners a peaceful and joyful holiday. And we hope to see you in real life in 2022. <laughs> Until then, Santa, can you play us out with another ho, ho, ho? Ho, 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 ho! And that, dear listener, is that. I hope you found it as interesting and as useful and as stimulating as I did. Congratulations, by the way, on making such a great choice of listening material. Please subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. Thank you for listening. Until next time, I wish you well. You've been listening to the Art of Brilliance podcast. Listen to and subscribe to all our podcasts at www.artofbrilliance.co.uk slash podcasts.